Welcome to this episode of the Connecting Faith to Life podcast. I'm Trey Rhodes, the Connections Pastor at Northwood Baptist Church here in North Charleston, South Carolina. In just a few moments, our lead pastor, Dr. Tommy Metter, will be joining the conversation as well. In our crazy and chaotic world, our hope is that these few minutes will help you stop and reflect on your relationship with Jesus as you learn to connect Christ-centered faith to your everyday life. This is the 49th episode of the Connecting Faith to Life podcast, and in our intro, we talked about a crazy and chaotic world, but uh, so today we're going to be looking specifically into responding to a broken nation, so uh, we'd encourage you to get your friends. I know that you've been probably listening to the news and other things, but there is a, there is a scriptural uh, method by which we respond to these kind of things when they happen in our world. And so uh, get out there, uh, link your podcast with your friends, and uh, you know share that we're on Facebook Live and all that stuff uh, on Facebook Live with your friends, family, neighbors, coworkers. But anyway, get out there, and they really need to hear this today. Pastor, you know we can't turn on the TV or listen to a podcast or really even have a conversation these days without hearing or speaking with what's going on in our world. I, I know a lot of people feel like they have to say something or they feel like they're, you know, they're not getting the point that they want to make across, but, uh, they really don't know how to keep a biblical sense of what's happening. And, uh, they're having deep pain because of this nation that's divided. And, but I, I really think biblically that there's a way we can learn to respond properly and still keep the gospel and our relationships with our brothers and sisters and the Bible first and foremost, surely that's possible. Isn't it? Pastor Tommy, I hope so. Yeah, that's what, that's what <laughs> that, that, so, right? that is our hope. Yeah, I mean, because you think about it, I mean, let's just get right to it. We we are living in a time that I, in my lifetime, have never seen or experienced anything like what we're experiencing right mm-hmm. now. I mean, think back over the course of your life, Trey, because you're, you're a lot older than I am. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I am. So over That's not course, even a joke. <laughs> over, the course, over the course of, of your life, have you ever seen in our nation – the things we're experiencing right now, no. you, you, yeah, just, no way. So you, you throw the coronavirus in, which has been you know awful and is still awful, and now you, you throw in you know just the racial tension that mm-hmm. exists in our nation because of what happened a few weeks ago with with George Floyd. I mean, it, it is a crazy time, and it just in, in in my lifetime, I can't think of a time that's been more crazy in the life of our country than this time we are in right now. And it is obvious. It is obvious that our nation is broken. Mm-hmm. It's obvious that, you know, there are brokenhearted people. And, and I think you and I are brokenhearted. We're brokenhearted over what we see Definitely. taking place in our nation. It's, the nation is broken. We're brokenhearted. I mean, it, it's obvious. I mean, a, apart from what's going on with the pandemic and, mm-hmm. and what's happened here recently with George Floyd and the ongoing response to that, um, it's, it's been obvious for some time that our nation is politically divided. I mean, I, I can't think of a time in our nation where we've been as politically divided as we are right now. I mean, it's just bad, you know, that, that everybody has a side and we can't seem to figure things out. And, and, and not only that, but you think about in our lifetime, oh, man, the moral decline in mm. our nation. You, you think about just maybe even the last 10 years. I would agree. 10 years has been just unbelievably different. I mean, things that, that, you know, we would have just never thought would have happened over 10 years. It's all happened. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's just amazing to see how, how fast our country has declined morally. Um, and, and, and now we do have on top of all those things, just the injustice that we see taking place in our nation and what's the appropriate response to the injustice, to a, a tragic incident like, uh, 
uh, the death of George Floyd, which mm-hmm. we would agree that was unjust, right? That was oh, that was that was terrible. Yes. And now we're seeing the response to that. And and so if it were for someone like me or you or any other follower of Jesus, we're left wondering. Okay, we see the injustice, and we want to speak to that. Mm-hmm. We want to call sin sin. Mm-hmm. We even you know understand and know and see racism in our country. And we want to speak to that. Like, yes. we know that's wrong. It's sinful. We want to call sin, sin. And we want to see a healing in our nation. But the question is, how, how do we do it? How, how do we, as followers of Jesus, speak to issues in a way that honors Jesus and in a way that's helpful? How do we, um, you know, help people think through these days? And, and just be honest, right? I don't have all the answers. I don't think any of us have all the answers. But we, we need to step back, I think. I think mm-hmm. at this moment in time, for those of us who are followers of Jesus— with all the stuff we're being inundated with through the media, through our social media, mm-hmm. through conversations, all the information that's being fed to us, I think for me personally, I need to step back and and consider, okay, now in light of everything that's being thrown my way, and it is overwhelming, how can I best respond? And and yeah. and so for the last few weeks, that that's that's been, you know, really at the forefront of my mind is okay, as a pastor, as a follower of Jesus. What 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 is my role? How do I respond? What do I need to do personally in this situation? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I have a good answer, but I I think the passage of scripture that we're going to focus in on for the next few minutes is going to be helpful. It's been helpful for me. I agree, right? And and maybe if you're listening to this podcast episode today, hopefully that this will be helpful for you as well as we think about how we should respond to a broken nation. Mm-hmm. So I think there. This gives us clear, the passage we're going to look at gives us three clear ways we can respond to a broken nation. Three ways that we yeah. can respond to a broken nation. So let's, let's, let's look at the passage, Okay, and, and then we'll, we'll break it down a little bit. And so this passage is familiar, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it, when, as soon as I read this passage, you're going to say, oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard that a million times. So James 1, 19 says this. It says, know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. So we can break that down. I mean, it's obviously yeah. easy, three ways to do it. So first way we respond is by being quick to hear. Being quick to hear. Yeah. Now, here's reality, Trey. This passage of Scripture was written by James, mm-hmm. the half-brother of Jesus, mm-hmm. right? He wrote it to believers, believers who were struggling. But the reality is, is that this passage, whether you're a follower of Jesus or not, is pretty good advice. Mm-hmm. Right, like, like if you're not a follower of Jesus, if you would do this, <laughs> your life would probably go a little better. Yeah, right? I would agree. And as a follower of Jesus, it's of paramount importance that you live out God's word, right? Mm-hmm. That you do what James says here. So, whether you're a follower of Jesus or not a follower of Jesus, the reality is that what James says here is, it's pretty good advice, mm-hmm. right? Be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. Mm-hmm. That's good advice, right? But you think about being quick to hear, because you and I know this, Trey. We talk too much, don't we? Oh, boy. And it gets me in trouble. It gets you in trouble. Yes, yeah, it You does. talk a lot. I do. <laughs> <laughs> but you've got a voice. When nobody listens, I talk to uh, myself, you know. And that's the thing, right? So that, that's how it happens, right? Because, because when you and I see something happen, mm-hmm. when we see, like what we saw the last few weeks, injustice played out before us on the media, or when we see the pandemic that's taken place and we, we hear all the voices about it, we, we start to talk to ourselves about it, mm-hmm. right? We start to form opinions in our minds, right? We, 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 we filter it through our life experience. We filter it through you know, our worldview and all those kind of things. We, we start to talk to ourselves. Mm-hmm. 
and and then we just can't keep it to ourselves. Well, because we're obviously right. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, so. And so I've got an opinion. I must be right. So I need to share it with somebody. Somebody's <laughs> got to listen to it. And, and so so we talk to ourselves, and then we start talking to others. And the next mm. thing you know, we're talking to others. I mean, it's we just start complaining, complaining yeah. about what we don't like, what we agree with, what we don't agree with. And the next thing you know, we're angry. And we we're start, hacked off. And we start venting. And we like start we venting, about right? Weeks we ago, start venting you know? and just spilling it. And so it's just a nasty process yeah. that, 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 that starts within us. We talk too much to ourselves, mm-hmm. start to form our opinions. And, and then before you know it, we got to share that with others. And so, so James is saying, okay, listen, things are going to happen. Be quick to hear. Now, when James, this is interesting, when James says be quick to hear, he has something very specific in mind. What's that? Listen to what he says. All right. He says, um, in verse 20, for the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Therefore, put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness and receive with mm-hmm. meekness, listen to this, the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. Wow. The implanted word. So that's what we need to be listening to. Yeah, because something happened, Trey, when you gave your life to Jesus. Mm. Something happened when I gave my life to Jesus. The Spirit of God took up residence in us. Mm-hmm. God implanted his spirit. He implanted his word within us. In other words, we can know because the spirit lives inside of us. We can hear the voice of God. We can hear the voice of God as the spirit speaks to us through his written word. And so, so when, when, when something comes up in our culture, right? When we see injustice, when we see sin, when we see a pandemic or whatever the case may be, before I speak, I need to go back and listen to God. What does God saying to me in this time? What does his word have to say about what we see taking place in our culture? Does God have anything to say about this? And absolutely he does, right? Mm-hmm. So before I start speaking and, and sharing my opinions and, and this is what I think or we should do this or whatever the case may be, have, have I stepped back long enough to reflect on what God has mm-hmm. to say about the culture that I live in? about what God has to say about these specific sins we might see uh, uh, raising up in our culture, what God has to say about how to live in a broken world. Have I taken the time to listen to God? And the reality is we don't, mm. right? We're far too quick to speak, and, and, and we're not quick enough to step back and listen to what God actually says to us. Be quick to hear. And I think when that happens, we're, we're, we're worse for the situation. Yeah, absolutely. Every single time. Absolutely. If we don't get the, if we don't get the heart and the, the understanding of what God would think. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so then how, and you might be bringing this up, but then how do we know that God is saying it? You know, everybody thinks God's on their side. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, you know yeah. that, right? Yeah. So then where, how do we get to that yeah. point? So, so, the first chapter of James is all about, okay, you're going to face trials and struggles. You're mm-hmm. going to face trials and struggles. Life is going to be hard. We know that. We're experiencing that right now. Life is hard, mm-hmm. right? Yes. But, but what James says in James 1.5 is, man, ask for wisdom. Mm. We've, we've spent 10 weeks on this podcast talking through Proverbs, right? Yes. There's a wise God who wants to give us wisdom. And so, so, so a lot of times it's approaching Scripture with, or all the time is approaching scripture with a prayerful attitude, right? We all think we're right. And so it's coming before God, honestly, right? Mm-hmm. God, in my pride, I always think I'm right, but I need to know the truth, right? And you can speak to me truthfully mm-hmm. and you can give me wisdom to be able to discern the culture in which I live. And so, so it starts with approaching the word with a humble attitude Amen. that really does Amen. want the wisdom of God to speak to you. You see what I'm saying? And a willingness to change yeah, if God yeah, says because change. Because this, this is what James says. He says, therefore, put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness, right? 
So that's how you approach the word. You've got to put away the sin, right? Confess your sin to the Mm. Lord. Confess your biases. Confess whatever it might be so you can hear the word well, right? Coming before God humbly, God, I'm a sinner. I know it, but I need to hear you right now. I need to hear you in the midst of the culture I'm in. So I'm confessing my sin to you so that I might be in the right position to hear your word well, right? Mm -hmm. The the problem is, and you know this, Trey, we don't want to listen to God. Mm. We just don't. We already have our preconceived notions. We already have our biases. We already have our opinions. We don't want to listen to God. Especially when he disagrees with my opinion. Absolutely, right? <laughs> but 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 if we want to make sense, if we want to make sense yeah. of what's going on around us and we want to respond appropriately, mm-hmm. we've got to be quick to hear and primarily hear from God. But, but also, right, be quick to hear. And we're hearing a lot of this in our culture right now, and I agree with it. Uh, be quick to hear from others as well. Mm-hmm. Here's what I know, Trey. I'm not an expert, right? And lots of stuff. And lots of stuff. Most there, stuff, there are, there are things like I feel like I've got a pretty good handle on life, mm-hmm. but there are lots of things I don't. And so think about the specific issue we're facing as a nation right now. When you think, think about racism and, and how it, it's still an issue in our nation and, and how it's affecting lives now in our past, man, it's, it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. But here's the reality for me. Honestly, when it comes to, to, to racism and its history in our nation and this idea of racial reconciliation and what that looks like, I'm not an expert in those things. Mm-hmm. My, my, my viewpoint, my worldview, my, my life has been lived in a certain context, mm-hmm. right? And so, so honestly, for me personally, and this is just, just a flat-out admission of truth on my part, I don't know enough to even speak on it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I want to know more, and, and even through this process, I've, I've, I've been quick to hear. I've, I've been, you know, in the Word and, and trying, okay, God, what are you, you showing us in all this? And course, but I've also yeah. been quick to, to, to read other books and quick to listen to other people. I've, I've been trying to learn, right? Mm-hmm. I don't feel like, for me personally, I need to speak a lot on this issue at this moment mm-hmm. because I don't even know enough myself to speak. So I want to put myself in a position to hear. Mm-hmm. God, what do I need to hear from your Word? And as I listen to those around me who have much more experience in this this particular area right historians or or others what can i learn so that when i do speak i speak from a position of i've heard from god i've listened i've filtered through scripture and 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 i'm speaking based on you know wisdom from god as the spirit prompts me to speak you see what i'm saying so i've got to be quick to hear knowing that i'm not an expert in every subject so because i'm not an expert in every subject i don't need to speak with authority on every subject mm-hmm. right of course not i yeah. i need to i need to step back and i think mm-hmm. it would do all of us a little bit of good right now to step back Amen. To take the time to listen to God and to, to and listen to others as well. Mm-hmm. There, there are people who 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 whose shoes I have not walked in, mm-hmm. whose experiences are different than mine. And there are are people who've who've waded through this issue, who have, who have a lot of insight that I don't have. And so I need to be humble enough to say I don't know it all. And since I don't know it all, I need to be quick to hear and and slow to speak. Yeah. Now, that's the second second point. way. Slow, slow to speak. speak. Slow to speak, which and is what I we have that, problem with. Yeah, and I, I think that's if we if we are quick to hear, I think it naturally leads to be slow to speak. Absolutely. Now, now listen, we need to hear this, right? Mm-hmm. Being slow to speak does not mean don't speak, mm-hmm. right? That's not what James is saying. He's not saying don't speak. He's just saying being slow to speak. Now, and there are some things, right? That honestly, because I know God's word. Because I've walked with Jesus for most of my life, there are some things, if not a lot of things, that I need to be quick to speak about. Mm-hmm. For example, right, 
when when we do see injustice like we saw with George Floyd several weeks ago, I think it's a good thing to be quick to speak about that, right? Because we know that's wrong. Mm-hmm. We know what sin is. And so to quickly say, hey, that's not right, that's sinful, mm-hmm. right? Uh, or when we see examples or cases of racism, we see it among our friends or whatever the case may be, being quick to speak, hey, that's racist, right? That's, that's not who we are. It's okay to quick, speakly, quick ab- speak quickly about those things because we know those things, because mm-hmm. of our understanding of Scripture, and we, we know what's wrong. And so speaking quickly about injustices and about sinfulness and about things that are wrong, that's okay. But you think about this particular issue we're facing as a nation right now, uh, the issue of, of, of racism and how it's rearing its head again in our culture. There are so many different elements of the conversation, right? Mm-hmm. So many elements of the conversation, so many phrases that are being used that, that honestly, before I started listening carefully, I didn't even know how those phrases were being used or what they meant, mm-hmm. right? And so, so there are things I can speak quickly about because I know what's right and I know what's wrong, but there are a lot of things that I don't need to speak quickly about because I just don't know. Like we said, I, I need to continue to listen and hear. And, and, and when I do speak, because James says, be slow to speak, mm. right? So there's going to come a time that, yeah, I'm going to speak, but I'm going to be slow to speak. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let the Spirit prompt me because I want to make sure that when I speak, it's consistent with what Scripture says. It's wise, and it honors the Lord, and it helps people. So I need to be slow to speak. So when I do speak, that's what characterizes that speech. Amen. Amen. And, you know, the whole, the truth of the matter is, is that when we speak, um, so often we end up changing what we said yeah. because we have to go back and say, you know, I found out that yeah, all that was yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah. That was not even what I even believe or whatever. Yeah. And so yeah. we jump on top of something so fast. And what happens is we go back to regret what we yeah. say. When I was at my last church, Trey, I had a, um, an associate pastor who worked with me and, uh, and he would hardly ever speak. He just didn't say a lot. He 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 would um, be in meetings, and I would be leading a meeting, and I would I would want some you know somebody to back me up. You know what I'm saying? Somebody to come alongside and say, "Yeah, the pastor's right. We need to do what the pastor says." Or <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, a well, pastor doesn't want that, but, but he wouldn't. Yeah, he he was just quiet, and he was just 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 never hardly said anything. But there were those occasions when he opened his mouth, mm. and when he opened his mouth. Everybody listened to him because he was slow to speak. We've all known people yeah. like that. And, and, I, and the yeah. more I was around him, like, the more I was like, man, I'm not like that. I mean, I want to be like that. Mm-hmm. That when I speak, people know that I've thought about my words. And mm-hmm. I'm not just speaking empty words to fill the air. That I've thought carefully. I've prayed. And, and my words matter because I've been slow to speak. Mm-hmm. I think in our current culture, that's important, mm-hmm. right? That we're slow to speak. Now, being slow to speak doesn't mean I'm ignoring the issues, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't mean I'm intentionally staying silent because I'm trying to ignore the issues. Being slow to speak just simply means for me that when I do speak, mm-hmm. I want those words to matter. I want those words to be thoughtful. I want those words to be helpful and encouraging. And so I got to listen mm-hmm. and be slow to speak. You know, we often say, well, you know, that's just them. They just always pop off. And yeah. that tells you, yeah. you, you're not listening to their opinion right, much. Right, right, right. So when you are very careful about what you say and you've weighed your words and what you're about to say and your thoughts. Uh, they might not agree with you, but at least they know that you've thought it through. Yeah, that's you know? exactly right. And, so. and, and just be honest right now. I mean, just in the world we live in, um, social media is a terrible place Ooh. for conversation right yes. now. 
Well, it's typically a terrible place. It's typically place. a terrible place for conversation. Horrible place to make an argument or discussion yeah, I mean, or anything. You're so. not being slow to speak on Facebook. Mm-mm. You're not being slow to speak on Twitter. You're sharing opinion. And, and it's, it's just right now, I, I don't know how helpful that is, right? I mean, 140 characters on Twitter probably isn't the best reflection of what you're actually mm-hmm. thinking, right? And so, so I mean, just, just, just considering that, you know, let's be slow to speak. And when we do speak, let's have those conversations in the context of relationships and, and use our words well, right? This, these are tough times. And, and I think especially for me, and, and I know we all have different viewpoints and I, and I get that, but especially for me, I just want to make sure I use my words well. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be intentionally silent and I'm not trying to be that, but I want to use my words well. So I might stay silent in some ways so that when I do speak, again, it's informed by scripture, it's led by the spirit, it's helpful and encouraging, and and hopefully it, it shows that I've given some thought to Amen. you know what's going on. So I'm going to be quick to listen, quick slow to, to hear, speak. Slow to speak, and that, again, naturally becomes the third point, which is we need to be slow to anger. Yeah, it's amazing, right? It just, it just works that when you're quick to listen and slow to speak, you become a lot less angry, don't you? Amen. Yeah, Amen. I mean, that's, that's just the way it works, because the, the more you talk, just let's be honest, the more you talk, the more trouble you get yourself into, mm. and the angrier you become, and the angrier everybody else comes around you, right? And so, man, if you would just be quick to listen, slow to speak, it's naturally going to lead to be slow to anger. And and what we need in our nation right now mm. is a lot less anger. And, and you and I, we can bring that about just by the way that we respond, showing a heart that's willing to, to listen to what's going on around us and, and speaking simply as the Spirit prompts. Not saying everything I want to say, not posting every time I want to post, but as the Spirit prompts, I'm going to speak. I think that would help facilitate, right, a culture that's less angry, if we can lead the way as a church in showing how to talk through delicate issues like what we're experiencing right now, right? Yes, let's speak to the sins. Let, let's call wrong, wrong. But but with all these other nuances of the conversation, let's listen and mm. let's speak carefully and wisely. Let's be slow to speak, right? So, so you know, James says it. Be quick to hear, be slow to speak, be slow to anger. And, and, and so listen, but let me show you what he says here. And I think this is helpful for us, or at least it's helpful for me. Mm-hmm. He, he talks about this. And then you come to verse 22, but be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourselves. Mm-hmm. You think about it, Trey, right now, right now, here's the reality for me. And this may be the reality for you. Maybe the rea- reality for people listening to this episode today, right now, I, I don't know what to say in light of everything that's going on around us. I know what sin is. Mm. I know injustice is sin. And I know that racism is sin. And I'll speak to that, right? I know those things are sin. But all these other nuances of the conversation, I I don't know what to say right now. Right. I don't know. And I think that's okay. But here's what I do know. I know what to do with my life right now. Be a doer of the word. Amen. Right? That right now, even though I don't know all the right things to say, even though I don't know exactly how to respond to the conversation right now, I know right now that I can live my life faithfully before God. Mm-hmm. I, can, I, can, I can share the gospel. That's being a doer of the word. I, I, can, I can love my neighbor, regardless of my neighbor's skin color. I can mm-hmm. genuinely love my neighbor. Right? I can show honor and respect to other people. I can treat people as if they are made in the image of God. I can, I can do those things right now that I know that Scripture tells me to do. I might not know what to say right now. I not, might not know how to speak into this situation, and I think that's okay. But right now, I do know how to live because I'm a follower of Jesus, right, who's been discipled, who's growing in Jesus. I, 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 I study the Word, right? And so I know what God has told me to do 
in every situation to live for his glory. And so I can do that right now. I can be slow to speak because I don't know what to say right now, and that's okay. But I do know what to do, to live for Jesus, to live out my calling, to be faithful right now, uh, to, to be a witness for the gospel, to treat everyone as someone who is worthy of the love and grace of Jesus Christ. I can do that right now. And right now, that's what I need to be focused on. You know, I think you're right about the nuance thing. And I shared that with one person that was really angry with me. And it was over a silly issue. And it, this was years ago in a totally different church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but the, the truth of the matter is what he did is he came to me and I said, well, I can tell you, I don't know what the answer is to what you're asking. Yeah. But I can tell you one thing, uh, ang- bringing anger into it and the hatred speech and the hate that you're bringing that's not biblical. Yeah, so we've got to find a biblical way to make this, at least have the conversation. Yeah. And I think that's where we are. And I use anger as my red light on my dashboard. Mm, when yeah. I get angry, it's almost always sin. You yeah. know, everyone yeah, says, well, be angry and sin not. Yeah, because most of the time when we're angry, we're sinning. Right, right, You know, that's right. the issue. And we talked about that a few weeks ago. So that's always my red light. Mm. When I start to get angry, I know there's issues with me. Trey yeah. Rhodes is having a problem. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, this, these are such great words. Uh, pastor there's a lot of people that uh, are dealing with this but there's probably at least one person out there there's they're feeling very much like i don't know how to respond to somebody yeah. that has come against everything i believe everything yeah. i act how i act and everything else yeah. okay then let's give them kind of a step-by-step as we leave to say all right this is what you do yeah and Honestly, I think sometimes it's a case-by-case scenario, mm-hmm. depending on the relationship you have with that person and, and what's going on at the moment. But, but here's what we can do. Mm-hmm. When someone is even coming at us because you know they oppose what we think uh, or oppose our faith or whatever the case may be, we can always step back, mm-hmm. right? We can always listen, mm-hmm. even when it's hard. Mm-hmm. We can always say, I hear you. I understand where you're coming from, and and I and I love you in Jesus. And sometimes that's the best we can do. Just because somebody engages us in an argument does not mean we have to argue back. Amen. It Amen. just doesn't, right? A lot of times, just stepping back and just listening and saying, "Okay, I hear you. I love you." That's the best we can do. We don't have to necessarily speak back to every situation. Mm-hmm. We just don't. I mean. We need to call sin, sin. Yes. We need to stand up for, for people who are treated unjustly. We need to, we, we do those things we need. And we know that that's part of doing the word. Amen. But, but engaging a conversation where you're going to engage in a way that is emotional, that, uh, that returns anger for anger. It's just not helpful right now. And so I think for all of us who are followers of Jesus, and you may agree with me, you may not agree with me. I think for all of us who are followers of Jesus, we would all do well just to take a step back, take a deep breath, pray, hear from Jesus, listen, and respond as the Spirit prompts us to respond. There you go. I think that's key. As the Spirit, because yeah. the Spirit will. Mm-hmm. Again, the passage doesn't say don't speak, it just says be slow to speak. Let the Spirit guide you in your conversations, and that's going to be much more fruitful. It doesn't mean everybody's going to agree with you, that doesn't, it doesn't promise that. But your conversations aren't going to be much more fruitful if you'll do it God's way. If you'll yeah. listen, and speak as the Spirit prompts you. Amen. Well, Pastor Tommy, it's been a good word, and I just uh, think that the way we respond is going to make a difference. Yeah. So why don't you close us out yeah. as we uh, look forward to next week now. Yeah, these are difficult days, 
Uh, but God has placed us in these difficult days, and He knows where you're at today as you're listening to this podcast episode, and He wants to He wants you to obey Him. He wants you to follow Him. He wants you to respond in ways that honor Him. And so we hope this has encouraged you and helped you in that, and we hope that uh, as you listen to this episode, if it was helpful for you, that you'll share it with a friend, uh, because we always welcome uh, new people into our audience. And so if this has been helpful for you, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast so you can get new content delivered to your device every single week. Leave us a review on your podcast service. That helps as well. Share it with a friend. And as always, we hope that today's episode has helped you connect faith to life.